Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. So today's episode is about something a little bit unique. We are going to explore a connection, a connection that you may not have even noticed in the past. And what we're going to talk about today are those employees or coworkers who are manipulative and why they may be so and not even realize that they are afflicted with something from their past. So I want you to hold on and enjoy the ride. So today we're talking about cultivating effective leadership amidst the impact of broken marriages. Think about that. How does the impact of broken marriages create manipulative employees in the workplace? Pretty fascinating, right? So marriage breakdowns can have far-reaching consequences that extend beyond the immediate family unit. In recent years, research has shed light on the correlation between broken marriages and the development of manipulative behaviors in children. Now, you know how this goes. If you don't get what you want from one parent, you can use manipulative behavior to get what you want from the other or even work them against each other in order to get what you want. Children are smart. They're conniving. And if left unchecked, these manipulative behaviors and tendencies can manifest in their adult lives, leading to the same manipulative behaviors in the workplace. This podcast is going to explore how broken marriages contribute to the rise of manipulative children and subsequently affect dynamics of today's businesses. Pretty cool, right? All right, so what's the link? The link between broken marriages and manipulative children comes from three major areas. The first is emotional instability. Children from broken marriages often experience emotional instability due to the disruption of their primary caregiver relationship. Think about that. If they're bouncing back and forth, this instability can lead to insecurity anxiety, and a lack of trust in intimate relationships. Also, these children can learn manipulative strategies. Children may observe their parents engaging in manipulative behaviors during and after the divorce. They may learn to use manipulation as a coping mechanism to gain control or attention in their fractured family environment. And third, parental alienation. In high-conflict divorces, children may be subject to the parental alienation where one parent attempts to manipulate the child's perception of the other parent. And this manipulation can contribute to the development of manipulative tendencies in children as they learn to control their parents to fulfill their desires. So you see, this is... This is real. This is something that you can't take away if you are subject to it in those formative years. So what's the connection to the workplace? How does this impact the workplace? So 
here's a few things that I think you will find extremely fascinating. The impact of manipulative children on the workforce comes in several areas. The first is manipulative tactics in interpersonal relationships. Adults who have developed manipulative behaviors in childhood may employ similar tactics in their workplace interactions, going from one boss to another or overstepping one boss to another. And this behavior can create a toxic work environment characterized by manipulation, deceit, and the erosion of trust among employees. Another way this impacts the workplace is advancement at the expense of others. Manipulative individuals may prioritize personal gain over the well-being of their colleagues or subordinates. They may use deceptive practices such as taking credit for others' work. Have you experienced that? Or spreading false information to further their career prospects. Here's another one. Hindrance to collaboration and innovation. Manipulative behaviors can hinder effective teamwork and collaboration. When individuals prioritize their own interests above others and collective goals, this fosters an environment of trust and cooperation necessary for innovation and success becomes a big challenge. Here's one more. Negative impact on organizational culture. Now, you've heard me say this. Culture is everything in your organization. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. And manipulative workers can create a toxic organizational culture, which decreases employee morale, increases stress levels, and creates higher turnover rates. This manipulation, in turn, hampers productivity and the overall success of the organization. So what do we do about it? How do we mitigate the impact? Here are some things that you can do if you're a leader in the workplace to mitigate the impact of manipulative employees. Number one, early intervention and support. Recognizing the signs of manipulative behaviors in children and providing appropriate intervention can help mitigate the long-term effects. This is while they're young. Therapy, counseling, and support groups can assist children in developing healthier coping mechanisms and communication skills. So here's another mitigation opportunity. Parental education and co-parenting. Educating parents about the potential consequences of their actions during and after the divorce is crucial. Promoting healthy co-parenting practices and minimizing conflicts between parents can significantly reduce the likelihood of a child of a child developing manipulative tendencies. Now let's shift to the workplace. What can the workplace do? How can you mitigate it in the workplace? They've already been affected, so now they're coming into your workplace. What do you do about it? Here's number 1. Workplace policies and training. Employers can implement policies that foster a positive work environment and discourage manipulative behaviors. You've got to call it like you see it. You've got to be clear because clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. And this training includes effective communication. There's a difference between communication, which we all do, 
and effective communication, which we all do not do. It takes work to be an effective communicator. You can also provide training in conflict resolution, teaching people how to have constructive conflict, how to have those encounters where they can disagree and still support each other or disagree and commit to each other is essential in mitigating the impact of manipulative people in the workplace. Another type of training that you can do is called ethical conduct training programs. Now, the good news about people who are manipulative, it's not like narcissism where they can't know that they're narcissistic without an injury. People who are manipulative can learn how to overcome what's been imprinted upon them in their formative years. This training on ethical conduct, on how to communicate, on how to hold people accountable, on how to build trust, all of these things are, are essential components of what I teach in my leadership series. Another way to, to mitigate the impact of manipulative employees in the workplace is to cultivate a supportive organizational culture. So I spend a lot of times helping organizations define their culture and engagement. And one of the things that you can do is prioritize building a culture of trust, transparency, and open communication. We have to encourage teamwork and people may be really good at their jobs and stink at being a teammate. And we need to help by recognizing and rewarding collaborative efforts. When they do things well as a team, we need to reward that behavior. We need to recognize that behavior. We need to give some positive feedback for that behavior. And this provides avenues for employees feedback which helps create an environment that discourages manipulative behaviors. What I say is when you see something, say something. When you recognize a trigger, you need to name it so that you can tame it. And people who want to improve, who were afflicted with this early in life, can become healthy, productive employees. It's not necessary to throw them out as toxic if we can understand the reasons that they're behaving in the way that they behave. So what's the conclusion? Here's the conclusion. The impact of broken marriages on children extends beyond the family unit and can influence their behavior in adulthood. I can't tell you how many times I've coached an individual to realize that what we learn in our formative years does not leave us in adulthood. It comes with us. It's like the baggage that's behind us every day when we interact with other people. And these manipulative tendencies developed during childhood can carry over into the workplace, leading to a toxic work environment or a negative business consequence. It hurts the workplace. You can't just ignore it and hope it goes away. And if you fire people, who are salvageable and talented, the organization loses a great opportunity for improvement. And by recognizing the link between broken marriages and manipulative behaviors, we can put in place proactive measures that mitigate the impact on children and the workforce. And I can't tell you how many times I've worked with leadership teams only for people to realize that their behavior has been programmed or even pre-programmed in childhood to affect them 
as adults. And early intervention and support for children experiencing marital breakdowns can help them develop healthier coping mechanisms and, of course, better communication skills. Parental education and promoting healthy co-parenting practices are essential in minimizing conflicts and fostering a supportive environment for children. Another thing that organizations can do is they can implement workplace policies and training programs that discourage manipulative behaviors and promote ethical conduct. Cultivating a supporting organizational culture built on trust, transparency, and open communication is crucial for fostering collaboration and innovation while discouraging manipulative tendencies. So if we recognize and reward collaborative efforts, we can provide avenues for employee feedback that contribute to a positive work environment. This makes sense, right? And furthermore, raising awareness about long-term consequences of broken marriages on children and potential impact on the workforce on the workforce is essential. And if we educate these individuals about these issues, the workplace, society, your neighborhood, everything around you can work towards preventing the perpetuation of manipulative behaviors in generations to come. So broken marriages can profoundly impact children, leading to the development of manipulative behaviors. Again, I want to reinforce this. There are many people that I've coached who have been labeled as toxic only to determine that what was imprinted upon them at an early age still impacts them today. And these behaviors can carry over into the workplace, creating toxic environments and hindering success as a team. And when we recognize the link between broken marriages, and by the way, not all broken marriages lead to dysfunction. I don't want anyone to think that this podcast is about uh, a, a direct correlation between all broken marriages and manipulative people. It's not that. Some, the children watch how the parents behave and they mimic that behavior. And by recognizing that link between broken marriages and manipulative children, it's the first step in addressing the challenge, the issue, the opportunity, however you want to label it for people in your organization. And just knowing that someone came from a very difficult, broken marriage as a leader can help you understand the way they think and possibly why they behave in certain ways. This gives you as the leader an opportunity for early intervention and support. And if you have people going through a divorce that work for your organization, it's stressful enough, you know, you can help them with information about healthy co-parenting practices. You can also implement workplace policies that foster a supportive organizational culture to counteract and mitigate the negative impact of broken marriages. And this will cultivate a healthier and more productive workforce. So I want to share a, a kind of an anecdotal story with you. There was a study, a, a, a literal academic study done of teams across the country. And there were 40 teams who were affected by a toxic individual. Infected with a toxic individual is a better analogy. So these teams, uh, which were described as relatively healthy, uh, 
were infected with a toxic person who was given a specific role to play. Maybe the role was to be extremely apathetic when encountering team members. Maybe this, the role was to be very aggressive when encountering team members. Maybe the role was to be very manipulative or very, you know, condescending. And, and the study revealed that out of the 40 teams, 39 were all adversely affected by the infection of one individual in the organization. And you say, well, okay, what does that mean for this topic, John, for this podcast? Well, one negative behavior, one negative person in your organization, one toxic person, one manipulative person can impact your entire team. And you can't just ignore the behavior. The, the behavior affects the people around that individual, their peers, much more than what you see as a leader. And when I'm coaching a leader through a difficult employee, one of the things that is almost always present is that what the leader sees is often a small fraction of the toxicity that the, the coworkers around that employee feel, see, experience, and have to deal with every single day. So I hope you enjoyed this topic. You know, this podcast is for people crazy enough to go against the grain, to talk about things that may not be popular or may not be easy to talk about. You know, if you haven't already done so, subscribe to this podcast so that you get updates when I drop new episodes. You can also go to www.johngrubbs.com. That's J-O-H-N-G-R-U-B-B-S.com to interact with me. If you want to download free information, I have a ton of free information that I give away on my website. You can have one of my leadership books for free just for giving me the most precious gift you give another, which is your time for listening to my podcast. I'll give you a free copy of my book at www.johngrubbs.com. You can download it as a PDF file or you can download it as a Mobi file if you read your books on Kindle. People say, John, why do you give your book away? It sells for $20 on Amazon. Why do you give it away? I'm giving it away as my gift to you for listening to this podcast, for being part of this podcast family. You know, we have listeners all over the world who enjoy this podcast, and that is my way of saying thank you for listening. Before we close, I want to remind you that this podcast is for people who are crazy enough to go against the grain, to do things differently. Crazy people get things done. Crazy people are, the, I think, the very uh, fuel for innovation, for change, for the betterment of the workplace, even the betterment of society. Crazy people are the ones that, well, do the magic in the world. And I want you to be crazy enough to win wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you're serving your, your community or the workplace or, you know, whatever culture that you live in around the world, I want you to have a positive impact on others by following this podcast. I would be honored if you shared this episode, share it with people who may need this information. Maybe there's manipulative people in your workplace. Maybe there's manipulative people in your family that have come from distressed families and are now living a difficult life, fully unaware of their own toxicity. I always ask the question, do you think toxic people know they're toxic? And I get mixed answers. Some people say yes. 
And some people say, no, there's no way that they know they're toxic. But here's the question I want you to keep in mind as we consider this topic and we consider this podcast. If you were toxic, if you are toxic to the people around you, do you want to know? I certainly would. If there were behaviors that I exhibit that are toxic, I want to know. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.